Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Rundown. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. You, you got taller, Craig, or I got shorter. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. Uh, <laughs> hey, welcome back to The Rundown. My name is Mike P. Waworski. I am your co-host for the day, the co-host from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most. Here on The Rundown, where we bring you 2A news and conservative views. How's your day going today, Craig? This special Taco Tuesday. Oh, it is definitely a special Taco Tuesday. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. Yum, yum, yummity, yum. That is how we roll on Taco Tuesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, any any special plans for tacos today, or, or have you partaken of any special tacos today? I had tacos for lunch and some street tacos from my favorite taco cart. Uh, you know, they're two dollars a piece. Had uh, three chicken tacos today with uh, mm. the uh, the hottie saucy, and it was all good, mm, wholesome goodness. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. Very nice. Partook of shrimp tacos today. Not shrimp, I'm sorry. Oh. Fish tacos. Not shrimp tacos. Fish tacos oh. today. Oh, there you go. It was delicious. It was just a little bit of lemon sauce. <laughs> I said, you have, did you have a Polish guy serve them for you? I put a little lemon sauce on them. That was my, you know, foreign chef. <laughs> Foreign, gotcha. No particular, no particular right, nationality. Uh, just you know. At least it wasn't the work, 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 work. Wow, we, you know, I, I don't know how many of our our viewers or listeners will will uh, will get that reference. Oh, the Swedish chef. Well, yes, they all have to be uh, forty or, old, or older, right? Yeah, exactly. Grew up watching the Muppets. <laughs> Zimbabwe <laughs> yep. show. Hey, Mike. Before we uh, so get into it today, day? you you had a big announcement about a new sponsor. I did. Oh, I did. I did. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, uh, our our fr- you can see the new logo at the bottom. I don't know. Are we supposed to say the name yet? Are we teasing it? Or are we just going to do that? Oh, let's um, go ahead. And, let's go the, ahead. The, let's the, go ahead and the shout, name out. Is, uh, shout out. Uscombatgear.com. 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 Take a look at the website. The website's currently designed as more of a uh, a production uh, for uh, mass purchases for agency purposes, group purchases. Uh, but w- within the next uh, week or two, uh, it, it should be uh, you know coming back more towards individual purchases. But wanted you to you know to get get the web uh, web address already put into your uh, your browser there, so you can be ready when it happens and read about them and their history right now. Yes, folks, phenomenal, phenomenal uh, group uh, of folks. We we know the the proprietor and uh, very very good guy. Uh, definitely someone whose business you want to support. He offers quality products uh, at an affordable price. That he does, and he does it well. 
<laughs> so yeah, make sure you guys make sure you guys check them out. Also, want to make sure to shout out to our our other sponsors, uh, Gorilla Machining, Grid Defense, and the California Republican Assembly, folks. These are the people who make it possible for us to come to you every single day. So make it a point. Yeah. Check out their websites. The links to their websites are in the description of this video. Go there, check them out. If you like what you see, you know, kick them down some scratch and make sure you let them know that the guys over at the Rundown sent you. Yep, absolutely. Craig, uh, have you had the opportunity today? I know you usually watch the uh, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, but I don't know if you had a chance to switch <laughs> over to uh, watch what's going on on the Hill today. I do not watch Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <laughs> Sure. I'm California, sorry. It's kind of the law. That you is literally that. a poop show. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, though. Listen, I've seen Amber Heard uh, um, do a bump three times on TV in the courtroom. You know, she's, <laughs> she's, she's, well, you know the interesting uh, thing that they've said. It. The interesting thing that they've said about that is that literally now it's leading every news, every news cycle, every news story has at least one story on from that trial. And it yeah. just because people are paying attention to it, it literally you talk about it and it increases it. I'll bet you, if this if this episode were entitled something about that trial, I'll bet you we'd get yeah. more views and more listens. Get more views, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she flat out did one of these. She brought up a, a tissue and went. <laughs> and it was like she she was like wild testifying. She. Didn't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> That is just, it was, I mean, honestly, here's the thing, man. I honestly believe that his lawyers should be fired, should be sued for malpractice. Because the whole point he brought this lawsuit was to clear his name because she had accused him of domestic violence, right? She had said in some interview. Well, his reputation is so much more damaged now than it was just by a, a sideline mention in some, in some report that nobody heard. Right now, all of a sudden, it's just wow. See, and I think I think the opposite is going on. If you're if you're watching this trial, he's making a mockery of it. Uh, he is embarrassing the judge. He's embarrassing her. He's embarrassing all lawyers, both sides. He's he's having a blast in there. It's like he's at a party and everybody else is standing there and they don't know what's going on. Well, um, I'm not. I the thing is, I'm I not watching it all. Back I, his popularity. Yeah, I'm not watching it. All I'm seeing is the reporting. And don't get me wrong. Yeah. Neither of them looks good. Both of them, from the reporting, look horrible. But my point is, his reputation is not better now than it was before the trial. And I, and I think, I think, I think it is. I think, I think because of the fun and the way he's embarrassing the court, he's disrespecting the court up and down. But he's doing it uh, humorously, you know. And and well, people are like, yeah, well, I like this guy again. Yeah. Well. <laughs> anyway, so now now that we have given our obligatory uh, uh, yeah. Depp Heard trial right. uh, uh, commentary, let's see if that increases our viewership. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, which which was the the first part of my question was: Are are, are you oh, watching yeah. what's going on on the hill? No, it's, it's the UFO hearings today. Oh wow, UFO hearings. Yes. yes. No, I've I've been paying some attention to the conversation surrounding uh, uh, unidentified flying objects. Uh, right. A lot of it, and for those of you who have not been paying attention, they're starting to release a lot of classified, what used to be formally classified, now it's declassified information relating to reports of unidentified flying objects. Now, mind you, 
they're not offering this as evidence of uh, of extraterrestrial life. They're just noting that there are a whole lot of things flying around the skies that we don't know what they are. Well, what what's going on in the news, Craig? Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, we've got this, uh, our first topic, right? Uh, that we're oh, going to yeah. talk about in shootings, but um, how could we hide uh, what the Democrat Party wants to do with the new legislation with firearms? I know. Let's bring up something as crazy as UFOs and make it the top story. Exactly. So, <laughs> once, once again, don't look here. Look here. Don't, don't look, look here. Distraction. Distraction. Here. That's yeah, the, look. Exactly. Any good magician, any good con artist will tell you the number one key uh, to pulling the wool over your audience's eyes is distraction. And we know that uh, Democrats are very, very good at that because all they have to do is yell, abortion, abortion, abortion. They're going to try That's and right. take away your right That's to right. abortion. Exactly right. Exactly right. Now let's look at these UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> now let's look at these UFOs. <laughs> Ooh, UFOs. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Distraction. <laughs> Distraction. Yeah, yeah. Distraction. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. All right. Let's get into today's news. All right. We all know, and then once again, the one of the things that the the incident that took place in uh, in Buffalo, New York, one of the things that it has in common with many of the mass casualty events uh, that we've seen in the past relating to firearms has to do with what could have been done to prevent it. And there's a piece by Matt Vespa in uh, at townhall.com uh, that's pointing out that there were red flags everywhere with the Buffalo shooter. Um, Mike, you've had a chance to, to check out this article. You want to kind of hip folks up to, <laughs> you guys have to see the look on Mike's eyes like, I read what? <laughs> I mean, but let's talk about what what were some of the red flags? Like, oh, let's say for example, how about this one? A year before this all happened, a year before, like last at the end of last year, he actually had threatened to do this something very similar to this or the very same thing at his high school graduation, and everyone knew it. And supposedly he was supposed to get some help, uh, you know, in the, in the, some mental help, uh, but uh, never did. Yeah, you know, here we are. What is it? Uh, four years now since uh, since the uh, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas high school shooting. Uh, so everybody's aware of you know what goes on in high schools. You know, this was a very you know during the social media age, unlike what happened in Columbine. So now everybody's got to, got it on the top of their brain. Um, we 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 know that the FBI failed, right? We know that the local sheriff's office down there failed multiple times 27 times it was reported that they failed uh, to do something with this with this kid down there and here you go you get the same thing playing out in new york right you got this kid who's telling people at his school i think i'm gonna go shoot black people you know i'm just he's just he's absolutely uh a whack job uh, uh and, and he's and he's made death threats to multiple people and what do they do oh we didn't we didn't see anything no we're not gonna report nothing we're not gonna report nothing uh, you know, all of these things that they put in place, Craig, they put these red flag laws in place, right? They put they put all of these additional, all of these, uh, uh, you know, assault rifle laws in place. So none of this can happen. So all of the laws that continue to put in place don't happen. And they don't use the tools. And that's the big part of this. They gave themselves the tools, right, to take the firearms away from people. But guess who they're taking the firearms away from? The law-abiding citizens, not the people that these laws were directed at. Well, and, and you know the the thing is, is that now now here's the reason why this is a good com this is a good uh, uh, incident to have these conversations about because we know this is going to be in the media for a while. This was pointed out in the article. This guy's white. 
right? <laughs> Unlike yeah. the New York shooter or the shooter in Boulder, Colorado, uh, we, we know that this guy, he's white, he's racist. Um, somehow they're making the tie to Republicans. Um, they're doing everything possible to try and keep this shooting in the media. The president uh, went there today, uh, went, to, went to Buffalo, New York. Interesting, he didn't go to Milwaukee where 25 people were shot. He didn't go, he isn't going to, uh, he didn't go to New York, uh, once again, where the shooter was black or Boulder, where the shooter was, was Syrian. Uh, he's not going to Orange County where the, the shooter, I believe is Asian. I could be, I could be incorrect, but, uh, once again, this is a racist white guy. So definitely it's going to be in the media. But like you said, this also happened in the state of New York and Mike, what is this, 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 this law they have in the state of New York that supposedly was supposed to keep everybody safe? The SAFE Act was one of the first overreaching laws that was created after the Sandy Hook shooting in December of 2012. In fact, if you recall, New York did it in the middle of the night without public notice, and the legislation got together and voted these, these, these items in under the SAFE Act. Um, the SAFE Act is every way possible them to take your firearms away from you when they think you're going to do harm and when you go down the list of what this kid did of what this guy did uh nobody used any portion of the safe act against them again the only thing the safe act has been used for is to take firearms and firearm accessories and magazines and parts of a rifle and take things away from you that because they fear them because oh that rifle looks scary rather than going after the individual and the SAFE Act gave them the right to go after the individual. They still didn't do it. They have all the tools in the tool bag. They refuse to use them. They don't know how to use them. All they use them for, Craig, is to take guns away from people they don't like. Well, and that's the point. That's why I call it the not so safe, New York's not so safe act. Uh, right. The whole goal of this legislation was supposedly to keep stuff like this from happening. And now you don't see anyone touting the SAFE Act anymore, do you? Now, mind you, that's this is regardless of you know that that little law that they had that, that, that shoot. Remember the shooting that took place in the New York subway. Now that's so you got the New York State SAFE Act in one of the, the in one of the most anti-gun cities in the entire country. That shooting took place. So you have two shootings in a, around a month, month and a half. Uh, in supposedly a, a a place where people were supposed to be safe from from guns, where gun control is the rule, is the land of the law of the land, and yet and still people aren't safe. I just I don't know, man. It just the, the New York Safe Act doesn't sound very safe to me, bruh. Now you know, and again, it takes it takes away firearms from those that uh, should have the ability to protect themselves. We know it does in New York City. We know it does throughout the rest of the state. It makes it difficult to get uh, to carry your own personal firearm. Now, listen, at this shooting, we know it's been reported that it was a retired police officer who was a security guard there that evidently did engage uh, with the bad guy but lost his life. Uh, that's that's one that's one person, and it sounds like he was a, a heroic man from the time he swore in as a cop until the time he, he you know he was killed the other day. However, to to say that the other 10 people shouldn't have that same opportunity to defend themselves. We know that when this guy got there, when the police finally showed up, he sat down and put the gun to his own head, put it in his own mouth, and they talked it out of him. Um, we know that that's what, what, most, what most mass shooters do. Right. Um, well, so and you know, here's the thing. Imagine once, like you him. said, if multiple people were there with firearms with the ability to be Correct. able to, 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 uh, to engage this individual... Uh, you increase the likelihood that they're able to stop him. Uh, what you had was you had an individual. And oh, by the way, this this adds this brings me to one other thing. 
I wish the media would stop saying he had on tactical gear and that protective. No, he he had on body armor. Let let's be specific as to as as to what happened because I don't want people saying, well, you got if you're wearing camo, we're gonna have to ban wearing wearing camo and tactical pants, you know, because it's gonna you know encourage people to do mass shootings. And what they're really trying to do with that is they're trying to profile, quote unquote, potential mass shooters. Uh, so that, you know, if people see you wearing certain stuff in public, you know, like certain brand name products, all of a sudden you're going to be labeled a potential mass shooter. I'm trying to look real quick. I can't recall if the bill that passed a, uh, in, in New York for body armor uh, ever passed. Um, uh, and I don't see that it has. So that's a double check. But, you know, just again, you know, they create these lies. They create these situations, uh, you know. How is it that this is the this is the one, Greg, that they want to uh, they want to stand on rather than the the subway shooting? Oh, that's right, the shooter was was uh, was white and was uh, wanted the replacement theory or anything like that. Uh, so, Craig, by the way, while all of this is going on in uh, in the New York subways and uh, in, uh, Buffalo, New York, and uh, uh, Wisconsin, wherever it happens to be, uh, you have Chicago. Let's not forget Chicago. In the past uh, past two weeks in Chicago, you've got thirty two people shot and killed. 32 people shot and killed, a total of 193 people total shot. 32 people. So let's add together what's gone everywhere, and it still doesn't compare to what's happening every day in the streets of Chicago. And Well, obviously, that's a conversation that they don't want to have because, once again, while most of the, if not all of these shootings took place in places uh, where there is a significant amount of gun control, uh, the one place which is which is one of the most restrictive places to own or possess a firearm, the city of Chicago, uh, it is like a shootout at the OK Corral. It is almost literally a running gun battle in the streets. Yep, yep, running gun every day in Chicago. Yep, and yep. the criminals appear to be winning. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I guess the good part is if uh, if they do nothing within the next ten years or so, they all there won't be any criminals left, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it, it's been going on all this time, and there still seems to be plenty of criminals. The problem is, is that it's not like they're, they may be shooting at each other, but it's not like they're hitting each other. They're hitting right. a lot of innocent people, a lot of bystanders, people who have nothing to do with the stuff, with, with the, the, the reason why they're fighting with each other. Exactly right. Exactly right. That is the, uh, that is a, uh, a, uh, a big part of what is so unfortunate about what is going on there. Yep. Yep. Very All true. right, Mikey, this next one is your story. So I'm going to let you go ahead and, and let the folks know about this one, about this, uh, a conviction that was vacated because of COVID. Yeah, this happened in, uh, in, in the state of California. Uh, and this, this was with the federal court over there, ninth circus, three judge panel. Um, they had a, a guy who, uh, I guess he was driving from Washington State to uh, California, and it looked like uh, he had uh, nefarious things on his mind. He was going to commit some crimes or uh, had the desire to do so. You know, it, it was still unclear. I guess he had made some comments, uh, and then they found him in California with a rifle that's not legal in California. Uh, at the time, it looks like it was legal in Washington State where he got it from. Uh, so he's going to California. He gets stopped, and... Uh, you know, hey, buddy, you're going to jail. You're going to trial. Well, this starts right about the same time that COVID starts when he goes to trial. And the the local courts there, now local courts within California, uh, these are federal courts, but they're located within California. They uh, 
they they charge him. But they come up with all these weird rules for, well, we got COVID here, so uh, we're not going to have allow video testimony because of COVID. So we can only have audio. Uh, we're going to keep the courtrooms closed. Like just a whole weird set of rules that California, these courts in California came up with uh, that uh, basically denied this guy, you know, his uh, uh, many of his many of his rights, you know, due process, right to face accuser, all of those. So the the Supreme excuse me, not the Supreme Court, the federal court there, the Ninth Circus reversed it and sent it back down uh, with one of the evidentiary hearings as well, sent it back down to the first court, the lower court, and told them, nope. Uh, strike it, uh, do it all over again. Uh, and and the, the point for me to bring this one up, Greg, is not that some crazy guy got his gun rights back or whatever it is. It's is that um, you and I had a discussion yesterday about uh, uh, how how politics in California works. And it, and, and it seems like no matter what, you guys can't seem to get it right. And then today I opened the newspaper and the first story is how California got it wrong. So I'm just putting that little nail on yesterday's argument we had. That's all. Well, but yesterday's argument was was not necessary. First of all, let's be clear. The majority party in California is, are the Democrats. And the Democrats and how they do and how they rule and the rules they put in place, there is absolutely positively no doubt in my mind. It they, it, it is whack. It is stupid. And, and they are stupid. Uh, I, there, there's no argument there. I was there just, the argument yesterday was really about the how the story. process works. And how the process works, I generally find is that, and we were talking about term limits. And the, the, the challenge is, is that what, what has happened in California is we have wound up electing a number of people who, by the time they understood and really understood how the process worked, they were already termed out. And I will say this, what we have seen since we changed because we changed our term limits to where now they're a little bit longer, but we still have term limits. Now we're getting legislators who, as they gain more have gained more experience, have become better at managing at managing the process and fighting against the Democrats. That's that's all. That's my argument. That's all. I'm like, if you're gonna have term limits, don't make them so short that you don't have time to learn the because it's kind of like. You know, it, it, once again, I like them to be able to at least learn how to do the job so they can do the job for effectively for a, a little bit before they get termed out. That's all. And, and my response continues to be, that's crap. You could learn your job in a couple of weeks. That's it's not uh, that hard. Uh, um, Florida, uh, Florida and Georgia both have this, both have the shorter term limits. Yet we have uh, we are very, very conservative states with good gun laws. Uh, I just find your, your point uh, uh, against term limits. Uh, not accurate, but that's my opinion, and it's mm -hmm. okay for us to have individual opinions. So, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Wrong. Exactly. But you are you are one hundred percent right in that the whacked out uh, COVID rules that were put in place yeah. in California. Because I'm like, because see, in this particular case, they're talking about well the public. So I don't know that. I mean, was the jury not able to see it? I mean, is that who they were referring to, or just the public? And I think in that's general? what they're talking about also. Because yeah, the story wasn't super clear. But yeah. I think the jury could hear it, right. but not see it. Because it well, sounds like it was thing. early was enough during the, COVID. Yeah. yeah, if it was it the sounds jury. Like it, was early enough during, on, it sounds like it was early enough during COVID that they didn't have cameras everywhere. Right. But they could lay a phone on, you know, speakerphone. Uh, and right. that's how they did it with the jury, you know. Yeah, if that's how they did it, then I, I get it. You got to kind of repeal it. You got you to kind of give this guy an opportunity. Because as it noted in the article, you can... Listening to something and watching something is very different. For those of you who watch the program and those of you who listen to the program, it's a different experience. 
Uh, if you've ever, like I spent a lot of time listening to and watching speeches or press conferences. Uh, yeah. It's very different when you're listening as opposed to when you're watching. It's the reason why, uh, you know, presidential debates, once they started televising them, all of a sudden you had to have, you remember, well, I don't remember, but I've watched the Nixon debate where Nixon was like sweating all over the place and it cost him that right. election. Again, it was against Kennedy. Yeah. Well, it was the first time it had ever been done on TV also, remember, yeah. Well, exactly. So all of a sudden, what you see impacts how you feel about what it is about a particular event. So obviously seeing right. is different from hearing. But if it's just the public and not the jury, I don't really get what the point of the whole thing yeah. was. Yeah. But once again, California. And by the way, just so you know, the, U the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, this one is once again was particularly in California. Um to be quite honest, yeah, I just, yeah, the politics of California are completely whacked. I will, I will 100% uh, give you that. That's why I like to, that's why I don't like to say, but that's why I always say that I am behind enemy lines or behind the other Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. Because we all know <laughs> in, to, go, right? in totalitarian regimes, things don't always make sense. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. All right. Moving right along. Now, this next one, and I'm, you know, Netflix has caught a lot of grief from conservatives. But I got to say, this time they finally got it right. And, and Elon Musk, I think, actually believes that they got it right as well. And it was funny because it didn't seem to be a story until Elon Musk decided to comment on it. But, uh, you know, Netflix has been in the news, whether it was the... What was the the show they had, Mike, with the little kids dressed up for beauty pageants, looking looking like they shouldn't be looking? Uh, oh, I know, I, I know what you're talking about. Yes, it was. Uh, it was meant to show you how bad the, and how uh, perverse right. the, the, the young girl pageant could be, and they did so by making it very perverse. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Then you yeah. had uh, then you had uh, uh, Dave Chappelle, where you had people on the left who were upset about his jokes relating to uh, LGBT and, and transgender folks. And and you had a bunch of Now, at that point, you had a bunch of employees saying, well, if you're going to have this on, we can't have that on and yada, yada, yada. We're going to quit. Well, uh, Netflix basically said they changed their cultural, they changed their employment policies, their cultural policies. And they said, you know, you know, our job, our goal is to try and is to try and get viewership, and we're going to give people who present or or have material on here. We're going to have a wider breadth of tolerance in regards to what they're going to have because you know we believe in free speech. So, if yes. the content we have on our on our network or on our on our app is well, if you just can't handle that, can't handle working with that, well. Don't let the doorknob hit you with a good Lord split you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they you said, go. bye, yeah. Felicia. <laughs> and yeah. it didn't get any real news until Elon Musk decided to comment on that and say, basically praise Netflix for telling their standards to quit if they're offended by their content. Now, the funny part is, is that, okay, I get that they're getting praised, but Mike, is, is this not the era in which you and I grew up professionally? It's like, look, if you can't get down with what we're doing as a company, well, then bye, Felicia. One of the things, uh, Craig, I've done in my adult life is I, uh, uh, you know, with uh, firearms manufacturing, right? And, uh, and you know, either planning or programming or uh, um, 
supervising the overall operations of firearms manufacturing, a couple of companies, right? And we had to, this big giant floor, you know, a, a 10,000 foot square space, uh, you know, a CNC shop, you know, where that's these machines running that, that cut parts, right? You put a piece of metal in it and metal and, and a smaller metal piece comes out that's shaped like a gun part. And you got, uh, you know, 20 of these running in the same time. Uh, and, and you have a guy who complains that, um, you know, it's warm in here. It's warm in here. I don't know if we could get a little bit cooler uh, to the point where we buy him a big giant fan and we stand next to him and blow it on him and everything. But he says it's still too warm. And finally, at, a, at one of our meetings or, that we had of all our employees, I said, listen, if, if, you, if you work at a CNC shop and your big complaint is that it's too warm in here, you, you might want to think about a different kind of li line of employment because you, you, this is a warm environment. You know, right? this is, you know, it's, it's like saying, listen, I, I, I'm a landscaper, but I don't want to be out in the sun. You know, OK, you might want to think about another uh, kind of job. And this is this is what they've done over there at, uh, uh, at Netflix to the extreme. They've gone and said, listen. We, we've told you people where our profit is. We told you people where we make our money. We've told you uh, what we, we, we ask you to stay away from. And you still want to come in here and do this nonsense. You, you know what? You may want to find a different job. Well, and, and the same thing, same thing, quite frankly, should be told to college students. You know, if yes. you want to go someplace and you want to learn how to think critically, if you want to learn how to analyze information, different perspectives and data and all of that, then you have to be willing to listen to all of the data, all of the information. You can't get butt hurt when someone says something that you disagree with, because that's not the real world. And that's where a lot of these Netflix employees are from. They're coming in and they've come from their safe space at college where nothing is said that offends you or that you disagree with. Um, and yeah. because of that, they don't know how to handle the real world where people disagree with you. And people may have actually have good information and ideas, and they have every right to communicate their dif their differences of opinion. Get over it. If you can't handle it, then go someplace, find your safe space where you can make a living. Because, you know, companies like whether it's Netflix or whether it's Twitter, Google, Facebook, I mean, you guys are the hub of, of free speech, right? And if there's going to be true free speech, then you're going to hear stuff you're not going to like gonna hear stuff that you disagree with and if you can't handle that then you probably need to find some place you know go work someplace where you're not going to hear that you are more than welcome to exercise your free speech on your own time outside my building where i pay your salary in in fact in in fact what we'll do we'll give you more free time <laughs> by allowing you to leave our employment yes there you go see it works out Kumbaya, See, works out for everybody. <laughs> works out for everybody. Uh, which, by the way, you no, know, takes me to our uh, our our parting shot. Um, <coughs> talking about free speech to to a degree. Uh, we all know that one of the jobs of the left wing media and and of the politicians is to distract us when uh, well when things aren't necessarily going their way, and we have a president who has a 39% approval rating, right? 39%, which is as low as it ever got for Donald Trump. Now, what they're also not pointing out is his disapproval is up around 57%, which is higher than it, I believe. I'm pretty sure it's higher than what it was for Donald Trump at the time. Um, this is the most, un I mean, there is absolutely nothing this guy has done right. Absolutely, positively nothing that he has done right. Uh, and, uh, we all know, though, 
that uh, their goal when they do this, when he's not doing something right and things are going wrong, the goal is distraction. And that leads us to this one. Says, and uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, the meme says, remember, when something goes wrong in the circus, they send in the clowns to distract the audience. Well, something has gone very wrong in, with this circus and the clowns are everywhere. <laughs> yep. Very true. Let me, hey, Craig, let me just throw, let me throw those numbers out because I'm not sure we gave them earlier. 50, 59% uh, d- disapproval rating, right? Um, mm-hmm. 37 have them in a positive light. 33% approve of his handling of the economy and only 23% approve of his handling of the inflation. But overall, 59% disapproval. Right. That just means you're doing it all wrong. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then, well, the funny part is, I don't know. Have you watched any of the press conferences with the new press secretary? No. It has been. Well, I haven't seen full press conferences, but I've no, seen some snippets. It's bad, dude. First of all, she reads almost every every answer, every reply. It's like somebody wrote it down. Okay, if they ask this, then this. And it just is horrible. And by the way, none of the answers actually answer the questions that are asked. It's It's bad. It is. It, do you think she has a? Do you think she has Jen's number? She can give me a. Give me a phone no, call. No, I don't. I do not think Come she on. has Jen. You wish she, Well, she probably does have Jen's number. I don't know if she will give you a call. <laughs> I don't know if she'll have hey, you give her a call though. A hey, new girl. When you're talking to Jen. Come on. All right. <laughs> now, mind you. So we know that once again, there's a reason why. There's a way, another way in which they distract people. And, and when we look at what has been going on with these the the mass casualty events that have involved shooters. Uh, we know that uh, there have been shootings that have taken place in Milwaukee. 25 people shot. Uh, we don't hear a lot of talk about that. Uh, we know that uh, there was a shooting that took place at a church in Orange County. Not a lot of not a lot of talk about that. Uh, but because there was a uh, a white racist who uh, well who was involved in a shooting in uh, New York, well Buffalo, New York, we know that that one's getting a lot of coverage. Which leads us to yeah. this meme. You want to describe this one for the folks who are listening, Mike? It is uh, Peter Griffin from uh, Family Guy. He's uh, he's kind of dressed like uh, he's on the way to a, a, a meal at a Turkish restaurant. Um, and he, uh, the, the, the police are holding up a sign. It's a color-coded sign that says domestic terrorists. And it's got white, really white, and extra white. And that means he's domestic. But if he's any shade of brown, it means bury the story. Get rid of it. And that's pretty much the way it works. Because you notice we're not hearing about the New York, uh, the shooting in, in New York. We're not hearing nope. about that one nope. anymore. Yep. We're not hearing about the, the kid who took a gun to school and was released on $2,500 bond in Texas. The, yep. uh, the young African-American man. We're not, hearing about th- we're not hearing about that young potential mass shooter and, and uh, how that was taken away. You notice we're not hearing about Sacramento anymore where 10 people were shot and killed. Uh, in the yep. middle of a gang, uh, middle of a gang, well, we could call it a gang war. Uh, we're not, you're not hearing much about that one anymore. And that's because, well, or the one in Boulder, Colorado that happened near the end of 2021. And we're not hearing about them because, well, it doesn't fit a narrative, right? These aren't, the, yep. most of those shootings were either, uh, were, well, most, many of them, by the way, most mass shootings are gang or drug related. Right. When I say mass shootings, I mean where more where more than four people are shot. Right. Most of those are gang or drug related. Right. But they don't tell you yeah. that. Yeah. 
<laughs> no one wants to tell you that. They give you the high profile ones where in this case, uh, in particular, if, if, the, if the shooter happens to be white, the victims happen to be black. Uh, in this case, this just fit all, this just one just clicked all the, all the narratives, except this is the only one. Uh, it was he didn't use a ghost gun. Uh, and uh, it wasn't in a state that has permissive gun laws. But he did use it. Did you hear he used an illegally modified assault weapon? Well, was it illegally modified? Well, it was modified because he used a standard capacity magazine. That's right. So they and called they, it an illegally modified assault weapon because he used a standard capacity magazine. Right. <laughs> Once again, stupid people giving stupid answers. Yeah, it's almost as if they were like, no, no, we need a shooting that checks these blocks, not these blocks, because we want to do something, you know, involving uh, white racists or something, you know. And Oh, and by the way, there's got to be a... Uh, we have to we have to put the police officer injured or or retired police officer wounded into this also because we need to get that vote back that we we care for our country and care for our people. Oh yeah, oh you yeah. mean yeah the officer the officer killed which is which is odd because you know you think back to the BLM riots and there was the retired uh, retired police officer who was killed by BLM protesters yeah. and uh, uh, yeah no you don't there. you don't hear his name in the media at all do you? No, no he was not. killed by the he was killed by the wrong people. That's why. That's right. That's right. Right. Exactly right. All right, Mike. Hey, before we go, quick shout out to our sponsors. Let's say hey to our good friends at uh, Gorilla Machining, Grid Defense, California Republican Assembly, and USCombatGear.com. Folks, check them all out. Uh, if you like what you hear, uh, make sure to visit them. Because if you like what you're hearing here, uh, you like what you see here, you'll love what you see at their websites. They are uh, doing big things. Uh, and they are providing uh, quality quality stuff uh, at a reasonable price. Uh, especially want to give a shout out California Republican Assembly. Folks, you guys have been showering their website to get your endorsements uh, for the real conservative candidates in the state of California. Keep checking out. If you're outside of California, do me a favor. Send a link to their website to the people you know in California. Tell them, vote for these folks. These are the, these are the candidates from dog catcher all the way up to governor the, or U.S. Yep. senator. These are the folks that if you live in California, you believe in the Second Amendment, you believe in conservative values, these are the folks that you need to make sure that you support. And once again, uh, exercise some of your other liberties, in particular your Second, right, second Amendment rights. Uh, go to grid, grid Defense, Guerrilla Machining, and US Combat, uscombatgear.com. Check them out one and all with that we're going to call it a day and we will be back with you tomorrow on hope day hope day